Hello and welcome. Glad you've chosen to join us today. I'm your host, Vince Mark, and in this episode of the In Skies podcast, we have a conversation Tony, Alec, and I had back from July of 2018 discussing cryptocurrencies. The figures we use detailing specific currency values have certainly changed, but our sentiments on the subject still stand. If you are unfamiliar with cryptocurrencies or how they work, this is a good place to get your feet wet. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Alex here now. What's up, Alec? Not good. (laughs) It's my brother, Alec. All right, so we got Alec and Tony here. Yes. And uh, we're just going to be doing some crypto crypto stuff you know some general over overviews and opinions and uh yeah that's about the extent of it so my first thing that i want to say is that in the far distant future the u.s dollar will be overtaken by these currencies I mean, yes. the key word there is far distant future. Yes, far and distant. Kind of like Star Wars, but maybe not as far. Um, yeah, as I probably will. I mean, everything else is digital. I mean, before they used paper, they used stone tablets with chalk. And then, like, I don't know, everything's digital. I mean, there shouldn't even be paper anywhere. And uh, paper money is stupid. At the very least. Yes, yes. I was just, like, reading and a letter, actually, recently that was, like, addressed to, like, two people that were communicating in like the 1850s and like even then it was still like such a thing about like the idea of the dollar like they were like oh cost 18 dollars to bury mother and like you know because they didn't have means of communication that we have now it was like you didn't get my letter from like 1848 so i'm sending you this letter in june of 1852 and i hope it finds you well time was totally different yeah totally different thing but i mean even that that type of era was still so far removed but like money was still like a thing another thing though is that money and cryptocurrencies are two entirely separate um 100% beings two opposites. well also cryptocurrency also carries a utility whereas money is just money but every single cryptocurrency has its own thing like um the way that i always describe trx to people is that if you can imagine the coin as a neighborhood and it has the ability to have storefronts and marketplaces set up inside of its own neighborhood and the ability to even create other cryptocurrencies and put them in that neighborhood so it's its own marketplace. I mean, like, just just the, the finite uh, utility of it is just... I mean, I think it could be astounding, and I think without having any real knowledge of politics because it just makes me sad to read about it, Um, I think that most governments are extremely terrified of what cryptocurrency can do to make uh, a free market. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, banks. Governments, but to a higher extent, the banks. Well, the banks regulate the governments for the most part, especially in some of the more developing countries uh, and third world countries. Um, But that's the thing, though, with the time it takes to change, because it can't really be hoarded and ushered in overnight. Like, these big, powerful financial institutions have the chance to try to find a way to seize control of how these uh, markets are so decentralized. And I don't know, I I just feel like there's going to be a way where there can be uh, inequality of power, where it's not just spread equally. And just through so many laws of nature, I feel like no matter how many times you try to make a a law of equal outcome, like there's always going to be 
some portion in some society where it's just the select few that have the most. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. When it's gross inequality, I feel like that's where it's a real issue when it comes especially to financial fiat. Um, but I, I just feel like even if we do go towards a decentralized currency, like a cryptocurrency of many types, I just think that somehow larger institutions are still going to find a way to control although, although in different ways maybe, but still control. Well, that'll happen once they realize they have to abandon the dollar and then put all the dollars into right. the cryptos. And at that point, I mean, first of all, there's a finite amount of all these things. So there, there is like a certain amount that they would be able to buy and then like they probably wouldn't be able to... They wouldn't be able to buy up everything, is what I'm saying. What I have to, what my wonder is, how it'll is just this drive, going it'll to, just drive the price. Like, would this involve debt forgiveness? How does debt go? Like, what happens to assets that are valued at a certain amount of money? Like, does that translate into a certain amount of crypto? Like, how does how a crypto is valued now end up translating in the future? It will. It'll probably devolve into like versions of themselves. Because right now so we're basing of crypto off of. Exactly. Fiat, yeah. So it's, you know, Bitcoin is worth this much in U.S. dollars, but eventually it'll probably just be off of each other. I feel like now I should write a science fiction book called The Day That Everything Went Digital. And, like, <laughs> shit's about to get crazy whenever people are like, what is money? <laughs> and, like, there's yeah. just floating cars. Well, I it's mean, like a theological that, debate. Yeah, but, I mean, that's I don't even think that's going to happen in my lifetime. Well, you said you said that cryptos have utility and you're correct they do and money doesn't but money kind of intrinsically does have the the most important utility right now which is liquidity because you can use it at stores and you can use it uh to like i mean i go on on the trx reddit often enough to just see random stuff like i just paid for my taxi with trx like off of an app on my phone that i just scanned and it just automatically uh converted to whatever fiat they have well, well that's that's the main thing like once it becomes as easy as i'm gonna walk into a 7-eleven and buy an ice cream and a bag of chips with my bitcoin like anyone can just do that and most yeah, people I mean, do that's do the that dream because then that's i wouldn't have to be taxed for all of the money exactly that I've and that's when it's gonna America's like beat. completely change and if it happens quick enough then the banks could actually get completely fucked yeah, well, but they wouldn't the let po- it change quick enough. To the point that money well, could just, like, I mean, die. Like, money as we know it could just die. I haven't followed up with this, but, like, six months ago, I read that, like, the NBA, you're going to be able to buy tickets with Bitcoin. People have bought mm-hmm. Lamborghinis with Bitcoin. I mean, you could still buy it with that. I mean, and that that is the dream because, like... The American government takes like 25 to 30 percent of your earnings. So if you say got one million dollars from Bitcoin, um, they would take 300,000 of it. And it's like my personal philosophy that it's none of their business. <laughs> what I did with my uh, money that I already got taxed, like I got a paycheck, and they took all my taxes out, and then I put it somewhere I thought was a smart place to put it, and then they're like, oh. We're taking more out of that money that you were smart enough to put somewhere that we couldn't touch, and then you put it back somewhere we could touch, and now we're going to take it. Financially um, through fiat. Yeah, through exactly. Dollar. It's like you put it in our money, and we take it. We take well, pieces of your money. It's got to still be taxable once it's regulated, I feel like. And it will be regulated because unregulated right now, it is the Wild West. And that that's the biggest problem because it is a rigged gambling system but, right uh, now. But how do you, like, that would be that would mean the government need would have to have a way to convert 
that into a tax. Well, there'd have to be something where where there's some type of universal tax percentage. But that's I another. Think. That's another something thing. That's like another that. like. That's another, that's another concept of crypto. That's another utility of that it. To happen. Yeah, it's anonymous. Like it's actually like you can't ever. Well, I mean, a lot of it is actually much less anonymous. And if you if you even have like one Bitcoin address, you can find out like who that person is almost. Yeah, I was under the impression that it's actually so public that everybody knows and sees the transaction on a ledger. I mean, it, it sort of depends at this point. Um, you can definitely have anonymous ledgers. That's that's a possibility. And you could also stay off of exchanges 100%. You really don't have to be on them. There's alternatives, but I'm not, well, like, ones, I don't right? sell, like, kilos of cocaine. So, I mean, I don't really mind putting all of my cryptocurrency on a Japanese exchange, you know. And, I mean, it's still, even I mean, even that, even that, like, a Japanese exchange or Coinbase, for example, which is American, um, your money's safer in another country's uh, network than it's it just is with here. All the cyber attacks. You're not going to get in trouble for with all the it. cyber attacks that are launched daily. Uh, do you think that could be the the new threat of terror in the future when we move towards a more type I, of digital crypto environment? I mean, yes, and also no, because I feel like these exchanges are hiring some of the smartest. Um, like even like philanthropist programmer people like just like really intelligent people and I'm not saying that like hackers and people that steal your money off of exchanges aren't also intelligent but like it's it's becoming to be like Fort Knox like I would be a very very uh, surprised if what, what's uh, what's the main one that is it the Chinese one that I use it's not, Coinbase is the American one I forget where all my money is right now because I haven't looked in so long is it Bitstamp or something? Bitstamp, I used I Bitstamp for a little bit, but that one is—it's not massive enough. There's only a few cryptos on it, and I like looking at my Binance. Is it Bitthumb or Binance—that's Binance. the one I use. And it, there's so many cryptos on it; it's—it's it's insane. Like they'll just come out with a new one, and it's already—it's already on the list. And if you're interested in it, you could look it up, and you could look at all the numbers. They but also I, use USDT, right? They use the Tether. Yeah. Dollar. And I, I, I'm just saying, I, I would be like very surprised if Binance was successfully hacked with all of the effort that's gone into that and how much money that company could lose and have to replace for people like they're dealing with like i would maybe just say billions of dollars of transactions i mean i don't know in what span of time but it's got to be it's got to be a massive operation for the people that really don't fucking know like the difference between what BitThumb or bitstamp or binance are can you like elaborate and how these websites operate and how they can correlate with each other? I mean, okay, speaking as an American, the one way that you're probably going to end up getting anything is you're going to get Bitcoin, and it's going to come out of your bank account, and it's going to take two weeks, unless they've expedited that, but they're going to give you a limit, say you're only allowed to get... Who's they? They would be Coinbase. Okay, they're gonna which is say, an exchange medium. Yeah, they're going to say, hey, you're only allowed... $500 a week until you've spent $2,500. Um, and it's a real pain in the ass. It's, yeah, it it's like, like super aggravating. It's like a barrier to entry. You know, there. like, yeah. And also, if you want to get involved with any exchange, you're going to have to send pictures of your ID, pictures of you holding a piece of paper saying, hey, like, this is the date today, and I am who I say I am. It's a big pain in the ass. You know, they're, they're, at one point, there were so many people that were like, oh, XRP is going to shoot to the moon. I, I need to get in now. And then, like, I was in two months ago, like, luckily enough, and everyone else that was trying to get in, like, couldn't get in because they weren't getting approved fast enough. It's just, like, a big thing. But, uh, 
rewinding a bit, Coinbase is the general exchange. I think at this point it's what Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, and uh, Litecoin. And Litecoin. Those are the only four you can buy like directly with American dollars. And then one week after that, um, you could put them on an exchange. You could put them in a virtual wallet. You could put it wherever you want. You could put it in an anonymous location where no one knows where it is. All you do is send it to an address. And uh, at that point, I got interested in larger exchanges. So I went to BitThumb because I was interested in XRP at the time. Or no, excuse me, Bitstamp because it had all the ones that I had, but it also had uh, XRP. Um, and then once you're in, once you're inside of an exchange, you can basically trade however much you want for one or the other. It's like bartering. It's like okay, like this is worth this much of a, like say one Bitcoin is worth like point zero zero five XRP or whatever, and then you can just exchange it like at the drop of a dime, like immediately, basically. Um, and then it just sits in the exchange. And now I'm in Binance, and Binance has or at least had 50 to 60 cryptocurrencies. So then that's where the point where it's like, I'm on Reddit for a million hours a day researching coins and it, you know, and then it just turns into like a kind of a job, honestly. Well, yeah, it's just a different, completely different avenue of what crypto is. Because essentially, you know, there is the performance aspect of what crypto can be and the technological performance that, it can serve for pretty much the entire world. But then there is almost like this mm -hmm. stock-based performance where, you know, the the people have to prop up the valuation of it at this stage. And I don't think it's going to be like this forever. Maybe for the next 10 years or something. I don't know how much longer it's, it's, really, it's going to be based on finance. It's too, it's from, too hard to say. Fiat, but. I'm just saying the biggest problems in crypto ever have come from world governments questioning it. And it's... If, if no one had stepped in, it would, like, Bitcoin was $18,000, like, a little bit less than a year ago. So, and now it's seven or eight today. <laughs> I'm looking right that, now, it's 7300 And there's no it's way that it would have yeah. dropped that insanely had people not stepped in. I but, mean, at that point, there was big questions from China and other countries. Korea. And, yeah, and then it just got play. shot down like an airplane. But you have to also wonder, because it's unregulated, you have these people are called whales that just have voluminous amounts of money to move um, from exchange to exchange where they can pump up the price of one cryptocurrency and then move it to another crypto that is a little bit lower. So they pump up, they buy low and sell high, pretty much like any um, typical type of stock maneuver to make a profit. Um, I feel like that was one thing that led to the regulation was just that um, volatility. Yeah, yeah, that high and volatility. Probably. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm not sitting in the room with nine people in suits that have the answers to these questions. But like, I feel like that room exists and people definitely control things. Like TRX shot from point zero 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 five cents to point three two cents and. Uh, I mean, if anyone, if you even had like, say you had a thousand dollars in it at that rate, you, I mean, you'd be set. Yeah, you would moon. I mean, it's crazy that it went up that high, and it's confusing why it did and why it went down. I don't think anyone has a true answer. I mean, that's part of the volatility and attractiveness of cryptocurrencies in general. It's just the fact that like, you could literally invest in something that you don't even know about, 
just someone told you to, and you could actually be a millionaire if you put the right amount of money in the right coin and having no knowledge. But Yeah, there were a lot of people that got super rich from just Bitcoin in itself, you know, because I mean, it used to, like, when it first came out, people were like, oh, what's this? And a lot of people who were smart-minded and bought into it. A lot of people that were lucky, too, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, I saw the the valuation. It's great. I mean, I turned $2,000 into $30,000 at one point in time. And that was a crazy feeling. Because first off, I've never had more than $7,000 in a savings account. And then that's another thing that comes in with crypto. The longer you're in it, it's just, it's, you know, I literally was sitting in front of a computer sweating, like moving $30,000 into another crypto that might crash and it also did crash after I did it, but it's just like a very stressful feeling. It's pretty crazy. Money management, it, especially when it's your own money and that type of gambling, that's uh, it's a rush, right? It is. It, but it's I also mean, yeah, a lot of anxiety. I mean, that's why, yeah, I mean, we, you, we both know that. I mean, yeah, it is a rush and it is a lot of anxiety because, I mean, at, at least at that point in the game, that's when crypto was like going up. And, like, there were just good vibes about it going up. And uh, there was no huge crash yet. So it was like, you know, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, before Bitcoin was 18000 it was six, And then one year before that, it was one. And then, I mean, we all know how obviously low it was earlier. But, I mean, if you put money in it at 1000 one year later, it's 8000 And a year later, it's eighteen. It's just like, holy shit. Like that's pretty and exponential. Were people, and there were people that had already invested like forty k, fifty k, and they became millionaires. Yeah, eighteen times. There's a huge wave. There's a huge wave of young people who got super wealthy from that jump up to the eighteen, like you were talking about. Yeah, I've seen some pretty uh, pale teenagers on YouTube talking about their wealth. <laughs> yeah, that move around three hundred thousand dollars in one of their cryptocurrencies like it's nothing because you know that's just their day trade. That's what happens when your parents are really awesome and help you invest. You know, potentially, yeah. Uh, well, at a least lot that of these was people of the do stories. have some bots too, like um, AI that helps them sell that's, small uh, amounts at certain points in just um, a large quantity of trades. Um, that's how a lot of people do automated day trading with a lot of those cryptocurrencies. I mean, speaking of like utility of cryptocurrency, there's one that came out that was called Syndicator, and it was like I don't remember the tiers, but there was three or four of them. And if you were on the fourth tier, which means that you have say a hundred thousand of it or five hundred thousand Syndicator coins, um, it'll give you a bot that shows, say for example, Bitcoin on one website. I'm just going to use generic numbers is selling for $5, but on another exchange, just at that moment, it's selling for 10 So you could set it up to automatically uh, move it to where it's being sold for 10 and then sell it and then like move it back to where it's lower. Does that make sense? Or did I just describe that completely wrong? Uh, <laughs> you basically, you're just saying that they hook you up with you know tra- a trading bot that'll like maximize your earnings. But it looks... It looks at every exchange and sees if it's selling higher or lower. So, okay, I think I said it wrong. So if you have it where it's at five, it'll switch it to the other exchange and then sell it for the higher price. And then you'd make off of it every time. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's, like, tricks to the game, too. Exchanges don't always sell at the same rate. So if you want to be a complete OCD lunatic, you can day trade it, you know? Yeah, and the utility in it is very high and real. 
Um, another thing about that that I find to be interesting is you can use it worldwide. Like there's no country that is controlling it. So there are physical bitcoins that have been crafted. I don't. Really Aren't they know extremely how that works. expensive though? Like an actual bitcoin. I mean, I don't even know how you would price something that's rate changes every second. Well, that's the thing. The volatility is just too damn, like, too what damn you, extreme. This, like, literally, this coin is worth $18,000. Okay, now it's worth ten because two days passed, you know? Like, it, I don't know. There it's needs to be crazy. some type of universal symbol. I don't know. It, it just needs to be based off of something that isn't money. Maybe gold. Maybe gold can be the, the, the basis of it and just... The, the cryptos themselves just replace the fiat I mean, effectively. Even, yeah, I don't but know. then again, there's a, 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 archaic a hot, Well, that's it's why it's so, so reliable. Heavy. It's like what the hell? That's why it's so reliable it's to actually, be based behind. It's actually valuable though. You know, you could use it for an alchemy and <laughs> and jewelry. I guess jewelry you can make you a can lot of cool put things. Put it on food if you're fat. Uh, I mean, just look. <laughs> No, I mean, I think it actually has magical properties. I was kidding, though, when I said that. But you have to also consider <laughs> that it did, before there was actually the, the idea of gold propping up money, gold was just based as something of value it in was, the old days. Well, it was mainly because it was uh, rare. The rarity, scarcity mm -hmm. of uh, resource. And because it was expensive to mine it, you know, like, if you had gold... Yeah, and because a bunch power. of crazy people went to California and, like, <laughs> dug it the fuck up. And there was a bunch of vagabonds and prostitutes. Well, listen, as long as we, we <laughs> revolve around a capitalist society, it's going to be fiat number one. And until we move away from a capitalist society where we can maybe revolve around a more decentralized currency, uh, that's the, really the only way I could see us moving towards a more productive future in a digital currency, currencies, where you just have multiple avenues to, to use whatever you want to pay for, whatever service or good that you require or want allotted to you. Um, well, it's just going to take time. In the yeah, I mean in the future it's just going to be more valuable if you have like a large crypto portfolio compared to dollars. That's basically what it comes down to. Like crypto is just going to be more valuable. You can do more with it. Um more people will probably like want it as well. I hope so. It's just something that Well, I mean, they will. Needs to be it's, widely it's really that simple. I mean, like babies have cell phones. Like, I mean, in my generation, I mean, I was just on the cusp of like moving into a digital era at the moment where I could form memories for the first time. Now kids are like actually smart. I mean, I feel like a lot of maybe a lot of them like don't care about that kind of thing. But like technology is so highly for it. pervasive. It's just everywhere. Yeah, it's you can't avoid it. You, can, you, you can't avoid, you can't avoid it. It's, it's everywhere. Like kids know how to use computers all the time, and I feel like the younger generation is just going to take over the old. Like there's still people alive right now that like still don't even know how to use a computer, or like don't even have a flip phone. Like right. it's just there. I mean, not in a bad way, but like they're you know they're gonna their generation will end, and it's just there's going to be people. The whole world's going to be people that have only had technology forever, and that's it. And there was nothing else before that. Unilateral <laughs> level of...
people that know how to finance themselves on a digital marketplace yeah dude that's like, when it will become different that's when i think you'll start to see that well, crypto itself is taken more seriously because i don't think it's about how many people know about it but how many people know about it that take it seriously that see it as a viable means of uh everyday life well if you yeah. could get like a little debit card and it would be accepted and you could just buy soda pop at the 7-eleven down the street with bitcoin it would be a little bit different. I think that's the you ultimate know, because goal. Because then it's not I'm... applicable to people in their everyday lives. It's like, yeah, this could be an investment opportunity, but will I be able to use it? And a lot of people don't have money it to is, invest. But if will. they could invest their money, but then also use it, you know what I mean? Like, it's an investment to put your money into these currencies. Well, but a, at the same time, if you, could all, but if you could always just use the currencies at the same time, then you wouldn't necessarily need to... Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, I don't think we're at a point where, I mean, a lot of, maybe, like, people that have a lot of it would want to use it, but I feel like, I don't know, if you're up and coming in this kind of thing, it's an investment. It's a long-term investment. I don't want to use any of the cryptocurrency I have until it's worth more than it is, because I think it should be worth more than it is, and I feel like if I were to spend it now, it'd just be, like, wasting on the investment, you know? But, I mean, that is the ultimate goal, you know, um, would be to use it. So, so do you still believe in Tron? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a five-year project that's not even a full year into its first phase. Nice. Um, the cool. entire market is garbage right now. Everything's like XRP everything's went to three over three dollars, mm -hmm. and now it's forty-three cents. That's I'm looking insane. right now, and it's at fifty cents. What? Fifty? Yeah, XRP, it was at forty-three yeah. like this morning. So that's how. Yeah, I've quit looking like, at the numbers. Until I'm just I looking now for relatively comparison. similar to how it was about eight months ago. Then, yeah, I mean, tell me disinterested. The whole market is just basically stagnant as hell right now. It's not one or the other. It's just all of them at the same time. And uh, I guess my my word of advice would be people that are looking to invest into cryptocurrencies there's two things and and in my opinion it's never invest more than you're willing to lose so if you're going to put money in know that it's money that if you have it valued at less or a fraction of what you're putting in now you need to be okay with that so you know don't put life savings in don't put your mortgage up against it um invest with what you're comfortable with or what you know you can pay off over a period of time um and also if you can get in now get in now and i mean like right now right honestly now. because if if the currencies are so low compared to what they were six or eight months ago and they return anywhere to something even close or resemblant to those inflated price points you're gonna make a very nice return on your investment if you decide I mean, to sell I if you decide to sell or if you decide to just sell some or reinvest into another brand of currency i would say if i were to offer any advice at all it would be Bitcoin. I personally feel this is just me personally because I go by belief a lot of times more than anything else, and that's that's going to be my follow up. But I think Bitcoin is safe, and I think Bitcoin is king. I think it's it's a lot of other coins might even be better, but it's it's the gold. It is it's the heavy currency that just keeps on going and it is the large large boat that a lot of other cryptocurrencies exist because of um and you so kind of have to have bitcoin to even be able to invest in them at all 
Yeah, so I mean, I would say start with Bitcoin. It's the easiest to get into. And, but number two, if I were to say anything else, it would be believe in what you're uh, going to invest in. Do a little research, read about it, see if you think it's a good idea. If you read the idea and you really think that it would make the world a better place or you really think that it would positively affect something, um, you're probably right. Um, you should believe in yourself. And even if the coin goes down in one week or up the other, it's, it's not um, a momentary game right now. It's not. So just um, do what you believe to be a good idea and trust yourself because... But do your homework. Yeah. Well, don't, yeah, don't just yeah, think do that homework. a coin sounds cool and then buy it. I mean, I... Yeah, yeah, doing research is important. And also don't just assume that you could be a day trader because it's very complicated and numbers move very frequently and it's very tough to time the market. Uh, so many yeah. people think that they can time the market, but you... Uh, it's it's all speculation, just like any stock, really. Low index or high risk volatility. It's it's gonna go up or down by its own measurement, not by yours. Yeah, I've actually only lost money from day trading and only made money from uh, like selling in like week or month intervals. But every time I try to day trade, I've always just immediately lost money, and it's just like fuck. I definitely just <laughs> well, maybe lost in like, like one G. move you might make a little bit of money, but yeah, yeah, you stand to lose more money than you gain. Well, I mean, yeah. Also, I, I whenever like... you trade, the exchange is going to take a percentage of what you just traded every time. So that's true too. So you're going to lose that portion. So even if the difference between like what you just traded is minimal, if it is minimal, and you know, you're probably just going to lose. So you know, you got to be sure that your trade is worth the time. True. Also, bear in mind, trades for gains are also taxable. And that about wraps it up for that one. This has been a Yin's Guys podcast episode. You can find our stuff on our website, which is spelled Y-I-N-Z-G-U-H-Y-Z.com, as well as on our social media accounts, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Spotify, Twitch, and YouTube. All Yin's Guys with the same spelling. And we also have a Patreon account. So yeah, poke around a little bit. Tell us what you think. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you very much. Until next time, we'll see you in later, all right? <laughs> <laughs>